This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. So. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and it's like oh no it fired you know crap i knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for billy joe lunch bucket the working man just like me and you my name's travis t-bone turner from the bone collector thank you for tuning in I got the magic stick. <laughs> I got nothing. Oh, okay, that's okay. a bad one to start with. I apologize to all the listeners out there. Oh, well, I, I don't apologize for anything we do on this podcast. This is episode number 60 of the Working Class Bowhunter podcast here at 1600 Buckslayer Place in Sherrard, Illinois. Eh, I forgot the zip code already. Uh, Episode sixty came at us very fast, which is yes. good. We're uh, Six zero. We're getting busy. Um, we're getting old. We, this uh, is part two. We're yeah, this is part two. We uh, just did an episode, and we're get, we're uh, we're getting ready to go to the Whitetails Unlimited banquet here. Uh, mm. Our good friends from the Bone Shed are in the studio with us. I wouldn't call them good friends. Great friends. I'm sorry. Well, that's there where we know where we. Thank you, read. Eric. Great you... friends. Great <laughs> friends. Uh, Tim. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you, Eric. I didn't yeah. hear that. But. Uh, uh, Eric's Poppy, with us now. Just Poppy I'm and here. Tim, if you want their full names, got to go up to the Bone Shed and ask for yeah. them. And ask for their uh, business them. card. Yes, sir. And you, and you probably... Do you have your own business cards, yes. Poppy? And they say Poppy. Do yep. they? They do. Alex Poppy Luna. So, w- last episode lead, of part one. Lead boat technician. 
the lead. Really? Is that what it is? You're the lead, man. Good thing it's not lead bow technician because they don't have lead bows anymore. It's always aluminum. (laughs) 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 My God. You know, you can't see everyone shaking their head, so it's like John Cena. You can't see me. Oh, man. So part one, we talked basically the bone shed, kind of how it all came together, what to expect from a bow experience at the bone shed if you're going to get set up there if you're going to make that your bow shop which is highly recommended i don't know who wouldn't. um eric obviously doesn't know any of this because he's no. late and he doesn't take this whole thing seriously no, I don't. i'm just kidding it's such a joke eric's been having a bad day he comes whenever it was a wants. good day and a bad day all in one hey i had a bad day yesterday you found a bunch of sheds right yep what happened to you steve uh, now uh, not gonna be doing anything for the next couple weeks Kurt over here, me, is the Join only the club, legitimate working-class bow hunter in the house. Um, so, guys, I'm trying to hold it down for all you real working-class people out there. There's nothing wrong Amen. with unemployment, yeah. right? I mean, you, work you, is a little slow, and we'll pick right back up when the weather breaks. You guys fell on hard times, you know? You guys fell on hard times. We Just did. like Dusty Roads, man. Steve, it's 60 degrees and sunny out. What do you need for the, the weather to change? Uh, I need it to stay like this for a couple weeks. Oh. Steve likes if he if it's really cold out and just miserable because then he don't have to work. Then he doesn't have to do anything outside, Mm-mm. so he can just kind of sit inside and tell everyone, "Well, yeah, it's too cold. I can go outside and do everything like I'm, like I should." I hate the cold weather, man. I, like I I I hate the cold weather, but I hate the hot weather. I just hate all weather. It, just, it sucks. <laughs> you, it's stupid. I don't know why. No, I just nope. want to be inside. That's you're never satisfied, huh? No, never, never. So last episode, this is me bringing it back on track here because Steve right was talking about here. the weather or whatever else. We talked a little bit about <laughs> weather, man. We're trying to get a little technical <laughs> as like what to, what someone could do or ask or what to expect someone that's new in the archery game or the bow hunting game. And uh, I guess if we want to try to get more detailed stuff, more technical, um, technical. like bow setups, maybe, maybe we don't have to get too into detail to because. Tech. Well, there's also a story that I want to hear yeah. that uh, oh was promised to us. Should we start it off with this? Yeah, we finished the last one. Mm. With yeah, yeah, so we should bring. Yeah, okay. we should start with this. Let's. We finished. We finished off with Poppy scared of the woods what or something. Poppy, Poppy needs to get this of. off his chest. I don't know this um, story you speak of. Uh, well, let's get it. Something uh, about a, a mystical creature. Tell or... us what you remember. Uh, let, let, let me I remember running towards my truck yeah. and <laughs> jumping on the bed of my truck. So we were out hunting, and we had a couple guys with us, and we had like two farms. They were within like a half mile of each other. So we were all going to the main big farm, and then Poppy decided, well, he's going to go over to the other farm by himself. By myself. I'm like, that's okay, cool. He takes off. He goes. We go. We set. We get done. We're driving back down to where everybody parks. Poppy's there. Man, he either shot something or, you know, why is he here? I'm sweating. and So we pull up and he gets out and he's like, he's like white almost. <laughs> Literally. If you know and me, I'm it's like, hard. What is his, 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 his green card says he's white. Yeah. Right, you can tell like INS just chased him. Yeah. And he's <laughs> no. standing there and I'm God. like, Alex, I'm like, what is the problem? And he goes, puppy, puppy, something chased me. I'm like, what? What do you mean something chased you? And then he proceeds to tell us the story of what happened, and he has never, ever went back there. Yeah. No, I'm not afraid of the dark. Yes, he uh, okay. is. Okay, a little bit. A little, <laughs> bit. A little bit. A little so bit. tell him what So I was tell walking out of the uh, my hunting spot, and my park, my truck was parked like a half mile away, and I'm walking. and Wide open field. Yeah, wide open wide field. Open. And uh, 
I hear something behind me, and I look back, and I see something moving towards me. Did so you I have a flashlight? Uh, uh, he had three of them. Three of them. <laughs> <laughs> he has all of them on? He doesn't all like at the one dark. time. Oh, yeah. I might have one of my bow, too. He did. Yeah, he looked like a combine tilling <laughs> in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to so put a light bar in I your head. I said tilling. I'm sorry. That's not what combines so, do. So I paid no attention to it. I just kept walking, and I hear it again. I look back, and I see something moving again. And like something big or like? I saw something moving. I don't know if it was big, small, or medium. So, uh, <laughs> it did matter. Medium, medium. Medium. It was a medium. <laughs> Were you at McDonald's? Monster. <laughs> so like at this point, I'm, I'm increasing my, my pace. Uh-huh. He was economy faster size. Faster. This thing keeps following me. Yeah. I like, so I started running. It runs after him. And it runs after me. And uh, my, I saw my truck. I jumped on the bed of my truck. I looked back. And How do you think that was going to save you, though, in the bed of your truck? It did. It did. It's. Yeah, he's, hey, he's here I'm today, here. isn't he? I'm here. Oh, I so that that was it, huh? That no, was... I opened the truck from the bed of my truck. And he climbed in. He didn't even touch the ground. He uh, climbed yeah. in oh, his yeah. truck. You, sl- you slithered us. into your he truck. Did. He did. So you never actually, you, you have no idea what it was. Did this really happen? Was there like a long night? Oh, it did happen. I, uh, I think it was my shadow. Does it, does, <laughs> <laughs> does it haunt your dreams? Your shadow no, in, no. in pure darkness. <laughs> no. and, and I lost all my flashlights. He did. And, and some think, of Tim's and Jordan's. That, yeah, I think he lost all of these. He probably just went, ah, just <laughs> threw him and then take off running. He did. What, all right, in your it heart, been hearts, a coyote. what do you think it was? I think it was a skunk or raccoon, maybe. El Chupacabra. I don't believe in Chupacabra. Just like I don't believe in Bigfoot. But. Sam Squatch? Something came to Sam Squatch. Sam Squatch. Sam Squatch. I've never had, I've never been ran out of the woods before. Oh, oh, I, man. I've never have either, but you always like uh, walking in or walking out when it's dark. You always, you're more on edge, I think. You know, you're kind there of, was, yeah. there was you get one that day, feeling. There was like, one day I, uh, the one day Steve actually made it out to a stand yeah, in yeah. the morning. I mean, it, it got like exceptionally dark and I, I was like, all right, this is kind of weird. And there was something like I'd seen a, a you know a coyote. It gets dark every night, you know. Yeah, well, it, this is exceptionally dark. So I saw a coyote probably, you know, there's no moon. Fifteen twenty minutes before, uh, no, I think it was cloudy. Like fifteen twenty minutes before <laughs> the weatherman, um, <laughs> before dark. So like I, I, you know, I knew something was out there, but you know they're gonna be more scared of you. But as I was walking out, just something wasn't right, man. It, like the hair on the back of my neck was standing up. Like, dude, you're freaking yourself out. You, you get that I know feeling, the feeling, like, Steve. You get that feeling, like you know when someone's looking at you. Yep. yep. And you're like, I know what you're I'm talking in the middle about. Of nowhere. I just, you know, and it was like I, it never happened before. Like I'd never had that, you know, that fear or anything. But man, something just came over me. I just took off running. I, I don't know why. I just I was like, <laughs> I, like I, I, well, I was. A, it was a brisk jog. I know the feeling. But I know the feeling. I, that's I, how I felt. I couldn't I've explain. Never, no, I've never. That's never happened no. to me. I've never took off running like. Oh, it was no. weird. Though. Then I went out. <laughs> I've never taken off running either. But I went dude, out the next this night. Way. I went out the next night. Oh, and nothing. Like I just. It was like there was nothing. It was just that particular moment. Just something just didn't feel. Or you get right. that chill where like you hear. It's probably two coyotes, but it sounds like a hundred and just off in the distance. Well, I just like, didn't uh, want like an old like God. Civil War ghost or something to just like pop up into like a girl. It's just like I'm like yeah, I'm the here Civil to War save me. Like, like, around for here. some reason, like that trail cam pictures going around online of like that buck looking at the camera. There's like a little ghost girl. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Why are little girl ghosts the scariest? <laughs> I don't know because don't know. they're <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, because oh, is that what it is? I just got goosebumps because. 
See, I look at it this way. Whenever I'm in the woods, you know, I've I've had that weird thing like you're walking, you're kind of in your zone, you got your little headlamp on, you're trying to be stealthy, walk, get to your stand, get there, get up in it, and, and get your hunt on. Well, like you kind of hear something. I know what you're talking about. You have that feeling. Half the time, it's your echo of like leaves or something you're hearing if you're in the woods. And I'll be, stop and like look behind me to see if like a raccoon or maybe like you never know. It could be raccoons. Fighting. I got another raccoon story that happened two weeks after he got chased. Not yeah. a big Go ahead fan and finish yours. Go ahead. But that I mean that's really it. I've looked and checked. I had one raccoon actually scare me. Two raccoons fighting. You know the typical raccoon fighting sounds. Got yep. your high pitched like yep. squeals Screams. and screams and stuff. Yep. Or you're oh, going. Yeah. going well, remember that? Oh, yeah. This this one this raccoon was like a snarl. And I thought it was like a coyote that maybe was sick or something that was tr- going to get me. And I realized I got up to where it was at because I was had my bow, full draw, and I'm looking around and saw it was a raccoon. Yeah. So like two weeks after Alex got chased out of the woods, him and I are going to hunt the main farm. And there's like a big valley and it goes in. There's a creek down there. So you can walk on the top and you're not seen. You get to the edge, you walk down, and you're right there on the uh, on the hill. So... We're walking in, and Alex decides he's going to take the first stand. I'm going to walk all the way around to the second stand. So he leaves. We separate in the field. He goes towards his stand. I'm going towards mine. Like, I don't know, 100 feet later, I'm walking. And all of a sudden, I hear these raccoons start screaming. Mm -hmm. And then I hear, I'm not even kidding, (laughs) lock and load. Like, what? Yeah. Lock and load. He hollers, lock and load. He's got a <laughs> bow. <laughs> and he walked in on these raccoons fighting, and he was scared to death. I, it's not that I was scared. It's just I can't stand raccoons when they make that sound. <laughs> you can't stand it's anything like, in the woods, in the dark. What two, else are you scared of? Oh, uh, man, that's so great. Uh, locked doors. Yeah, no more locked doors. No more <laughs> locked doors. Ah, I'm not scared of much, just... Oh, snakes. I'm terrified of oh, snakes. Oh, dude, I hate snakes. Like snakes. Yeah. Ter- and the ocean. So you guys the are... Ocean. <laughs> he doesn't none, like none the ocean. None of you guys are buying the Sasquatch game then, huh? No. No? I don't. No? No. I've never seen them. Me neither. I haven't looked for them, though. Hey, you know what I'm thinking? Since we're still fresh in this episode, you want to hit them guys, these guys with uh, some rapid fire now? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, boy. And then it, and then we'll get into the... the I wish we the could ear muff them so we can do it all separately, but... They just can't really look up at the, the monitor at the up screen. on the wall. As Poppy looks Why? right at it. Yeah. That's what everyone says. Don't look at it. Well, a lot of these a lot of these are common sense So for Jim, you guys. Jim, reading it. Um, what? If you guys are going to read... <laughs> if you guys are going to read an outdoor magazine, what magazine is it going to be? Peterson's Bowhunting. Inside. Is that one? Yeah. Oh, I thought like, yeah, like, is, I, it, is that a magazine? He's gonna be inside reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't read it outside though. Um, favorite bow brand is is pretty obvious. We talked about that. Yeah, Hoyt uh, Power. Second favorite bow brand though, Elite. Elite. Really? Yeah. Backstrap or jerky? Backstrap. Backstrap. Favorite outdoor related show. This should be pretty obvious. Bone collector. Bone collector. Second favorite outdoor related show. There's a lot they could pick from that makes sense. Probably Knock On. Red Knock Arrow. On's a great show. Red I like, Arrow. I Arrow? like Red Arrow too. There's a lot of them actually. I we, think we we wanted we've been wanting to get uh, get Kip on that dude. I love that show. He's that, hilarious. That yeah, show that guy's fantastic. awesome. Yeah, that, Red Arrow's really good too. Favorite podcast. Working class bow hunter. Oh. The only one. The only, the only one. one. There's another one you guys listen to. You're gonna give him a shout out here. We're trying. We're, he's in the works for a guest. Um, 
Knock on. Knock, Knock on, on podcast. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Very educational. Very. All right, this is going to – think about this question, guys. Think about what your answer is going to be. Who's your favorite podcast host? Think about that for a sec. Don't just blurt one out. Don't want to hurt any feelings here. Steve's getting a weird eye. What decision Tim is oh, – Tim's kind of making a – I gotta go with Steve. Oh, I'm sorry, that's a first. Oh, that is. A I'm first. sorry. It is. Yeah. I fell in love with am him I, the first time I, I met him. Am I not the champ anymore? I have no, zero it, points. I think. No, you're you're two. You're up two. I was three. Three in a row. All right, Alex, row. where are you at? I, go, oh, Poppy. That's one of the hardest questions. He can't do it. I Poppy, can't. You no, gotta answer up. though. Oh. You gotta do it. I answered. Dude, it's like your kids. You have to have a favorite. <laughs> no. Oh, he thought about that. Though. He, did. He, 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 he hesitated on that question. Uh, he did. No. Wait, what, just what's one of your kids' names? Don't answer See, anything. Because that would have been the favorite. He's, he's going to put you. He was going to say yeah. Axel. You can't. You already gave him a shout out. You did yep. actually, and that's the only one. That's kind of rude, but whatever. Well, the wife's going to get upset because I didn't do a shout out to her. Well, you were waiting for part two to make it extra special, so here you go. Ah, uh, she'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting mad. All right. No, mad, honestly, uh, I like all three of you guys. Yeah. No. That's a three-way okay. tie, huh? So oh, yeah. You're giving yeah. Steve another point. You don't realize, you yeah, know, that is fine. another that's point fine. for Steve, that's too. Fine. Okay, Kurt and Eric. Yes. Oh. Wow. I'm up to Le- four now. Level. Just say me. That works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, just give, just give it to Kurt. It doesn't help that Kurt is wearing that hat, so... I have that. At least I have one. I'm wearing. At least I have had on Eric over here looking like Dale Earnhardt Jr. or whatever yeah. he does. Does he not look like Dale Jr.? He does actually. Now that you say that, I no. don't know. I think he looks like uh, Blue from. Uh, oh, you're my movie. boy Blue. Old school. You're my boy Blue. <laughs> the old the guy. Old guy. <laughs> the old guy. <laughs> I could kind. Of, yeah, I could kind of see that. Old school. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Oh boy, man. Blue. So mean. That guy. That dude's like <laughs> 94. Eric no longer likes you. Yeah, Poppy. I'm going to a new bow shop now. Uh oh. Good job. Oh yeah. man. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah I was just gonna say, have fun. <laughs> um, morning or afternoon hunts? Afternoon. 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 Really? Yeah. Till late afternoon, then Poppy's out of there at three. It's getting dark. I'm out of here, dude. You should get one of them. Uh, I, I saw someone have one of these. Like, um, I know, like a lot of the the uh, guys who are at work on the river have them. They was this giant light, and we were outside. It's in, called a lighthouse. No, it was like it was handheld. <laughs> have radio? It was handheld. I can't think of what this thing is, but like, yeah, we were standing outside, uh, and. You could hit this bridge. They're like they were shining a light on this bridge, and the bridge was probably a half a mile away. So there you go. Wow. That's what Poppy needs. That's a lot of weight. Uh, it's not that heavy. It's only like twenty five pounds. You leave it at the bottom of your tree stand. Two. Everything's for like three miles, just out of there. Just oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's good for him. Nothing's gonna chase him. Typical deer or non typical deer? Non typical. Non typical. Non typical. That's. that's that's a fun question. It's always it's interesting to hear why or you know what I mean. Um, hang on or ladder stands. Wow, that's a toughie, huh? Whoa. Wow, Whoa. usually we, people are right we, on with this. Yeah, both. Yeah, it depends the situation. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. Good. Answer. We need to write some more rapid fires. There's a lot of these I don't want to ask. Um, you guys like not? Texas tripods? No. <laughs> well, you never really have to hunt out of one in Illinois. Trevor killed his bucket this year out of a Texas tripod. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, what's your dream hunt? Tim, you go first. 
It's funny. Either like that person either knows that right away or it takes them a minute. I think I'd like to kill a grizzly bear the most. Really? Yeah, I Grizz? think so. Yeah. Grizz? I think it'd be fun. That would be a rush. I want to get mauled by a grizzly bear. I don't know if you heard that episode, oh, but I gosh. talked about that. Oh, yeah. I did, actually, yeah. and <laughs> Just a cool battle wound story. Yeah, be the was... reference. <laughs> yeah. I do yeah. Leo, uh, Leo DiCaprio movie. Yeah, yeah he's getting yeah, I was mauled gonna, by I was me. about to say that. Can you understand my thought process there, though? Is that not pretty cool? Yeah, you killed I mean, it too, right? Yeah. Like you both died. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do yeah. remember that. No, he lived. Man. He lived. No, I, no, live? we both. No, died. they both found oh, the both bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I'm gonna go, that's how it's going. Like, it was a murder suicide, is what happened. Well, no, I'm gonna sever the jugular, and it's the going jugular. down. Yes, yeah. The jugular. jugular. Yes, the jugular. Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> the jugular. <laughs> what about you, Poppy? Uh, for me, it's more like a, a consistent dream. Once I accomplish one dream, I'll set to the next dream. What's your first dream then? It's simple. I want to go. I want to go shoot pigs. Really? Yeah. That's Steve's too. Yeah. yeah I want to go shoot pigs first. We can actually go do that. Yeah. yeah that's pretty close. The really? Only, the, Don't they do that in Missouri? The only Tennessee, I know, is yeah. yeah, that's not far at all. We yeah, had a no. listener message us online that for some reason they only offered Steve to go down and shoot a bunch of pigs, but uh, you know, we thought that they should take me and Eric first since. You know, We're the we, only ones that kill anything around here. Yeah, we oh, had the yeah. most success this last bow season, <laughs> so obviously we know how to use our bows. Real so. recognizes real, man. We're going to go slaughter some hogs. And then <laughs> real <I'll> recognizes <laughs> real. <laughs> the won't, only won't. thing that, that, that it's kind of stopping me is, like, I need some snake uh, cover or something. like Snake, snake gators uh, or protection, or, yeah. I, I, I hate snakes. Uh, you just take an axe in there and chop them up. I hate them. Uh, oh, my God. Just put some armadillos on your feet. You'll be all right. All right. <laughs> some armadillo. uh, armadillos. Favorite tree stand snack? I don't really have I don't, Me neither. I don't really have one. I don't, you guys don't eat in the stand. stand. I don't no, I much. Don't. I drink a lot of liquid. He drinks a ton. What do you drink in the stand? Water, Whatever he can get. Gatorade, yeah. <laughs> but then he complains because he got to go pee all the time. So yeah, that's yeah. why I don't. Hey, do, that's do, why do, I don't. Do pee, all right, rapid fire. You guys pee or number two in the woods? Yeah. No. No? What? I just pee. Oh, so you just you just pee. You don't know <laughs> just number urinate. two. Hashtag team no poop in the woods. Yep. Nope. That's why they make nose jammer. Hashtag, jammer. hashtag nose team jammer. timber turd. Timber turd. <laughs> 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 that's what Eric said. <laughs> he sends us a text. Like anything, that, you know, it was like. Everybody, like Kurt said it out. Anyone have any luck? See anything? Eric's like, nope. Took my first timber turd of the year, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's always a morning hunt. Yeah, just, Tim. Yeah. Afternoon. That I'm coffee good, in the morning, the man. Morning. If he's Try out in the woods in the morning, he's got to do it yeah, before do business. he gets situated. Yeah. All right, guys. This is the tough one. This is going to be the final rapid fire question. Oh and you can't say fly. Your favorite, or if you could pick one superhero power, you can't fly. <laughs> oh my god! By, by the way, full-on American citizenship is a superpower. <laughs> Not really. I mean, lay off the guy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's a tough one. Yeah. I can't fly because uh-uh. everyone picks that, and it's boring. Everybody picks fly. I pick night vision. Yeah, night vision would be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will go with that, but I, I'll just be afraid that I'll be using it for the wrong reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you could see your predators when they're running after yeah. you. He's thinking. Yeah, you wouldn't. Um, you would yeah. never be scared of the he's dark. Night vision. Yeah. Is that what you guys went with? Tim knows me. Yeah, I've known him for a long time. He's not thinking about that. He's yeah. on that. <laughs> I, night vision? Come on, man. You're letting me down. I'd probably do night vision. I thought now. you would yeah. have some cool ass superpower. We're team night vision, Tim. 
No, I don't really. I mean, you know, I don't Think know. About, you could, Losers. like, you could shoot your bow in the dark. Like, you would never, like, oh, I would want to go shoot my bow. It's 2 in the morning. You just go outside and shoot. You yep. don't need lights. Imagine, like, how good that, like, you know, you what would you have, get a garage for. How good, like, that, that just before dusk, like, how good your vision will be when you're seeing everything moving. Nothing changes. You just, but this superhero night vision, you just see, like, you do in the daylight, but at night. And you can turn it off and off. So it's not, like, the green night vision? No. It's, like, just, it's daylight all the time. How would you sleep? You, he said you shut it Close your eyes. <laughs> you shut it off. You got a little switch on your yeah. head or something? Yep. yep. Just like the mic switch here. You just <laughs> toggle it off and on. Let's get in. Right, I don't here's know. My, here's my superpower, to be able to turn off night vision. <laughs> you, <gotta laughs> so have you, it you have to have two superpowers then. All right. All right. That was getting the fun rapid fire questions out of the way. Now, what, in your guys' opinion, when when you have a customer come in that wants something done with their bow, and this is kind of like a segue question. What's probably the most common error people are making? The most common thing that's wrong with their bows? Common issue. Common issue. Anything like that? You can just. I would say one of the biggest things is probably. It's not flying right. Yeah, the arrow's not flying right, or um, you know, maybe a lot of people shoot too long of a draw length. Exactly. Is it, so is that probably the too long a draw length? Is probably is that the the most yeah, common setup air? Um, everybody wants to be, you know, the fastest and the most pounds and mm-hmm. everything like that. And if you get the proper setup, even with like a 60-pound bow, they make so many different styles of arrows and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can be just as effective with a 60-pounder as you could a 70-pounder. Right. And, and uh, I mean, we do see a lot of uh, too long and draw links. Um, a but lot. a lot of it, too, is like what Alex said. The arrow's not flying right, you know. Yeah. So you got to, you know, like the first thing we do is we'll bring it back. We'll put it in the vise, make sure everything, we get the bow level. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a laser we can put on it and see where it's at. And laser beams. Make sure the arrow's yeah. level, the rest. Um, do the center shot. Yeah. Make sure everything's good. And then, uh, you know, check the timing on the rest, yep. like the QADs and stuff. They're, you know, on the cable. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what you're doing with those, it can be a nightmare. As far as so, having yeah. the cable time, too tight yeah, or too loose. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. Okay. Because so I've a, had my bow set up, cable way too tight and way too loose. Yeah, so you got to get it yeah. just, experience of both. just yeah. perfect. Uh, there's certain things that we do to them, and we know then when they come back in, like if they're ours or not, like we talked about <laughs> earlier. So I'd say that's probably a lot of it. Is, Anchor points. Yeah. Anchor point's probably a big one, I would oh my think. Oh, God, yeah. And I, some, yeah, the yeah. last couple of years, I probably just now got settled in on my consistent anchor point that I'm comfortable with. And that I put a brass knock for a kisser button and got the right draw length. Yep. You know, and oh, yeah. that changes, changed a lot for me as far as my accuracy. Yeah, you wouldn't believe how more accurate you'll be if you have the proper anchor point. Mm-hmm. And Do a lot of right people come length. in way overweighted on their bows then also? Is it like they just crank them down because they want to tell people I'm shooting 70 or whatever? Is that a, a pretty common issue as well? Not not as common as the anchor point, but yeah, yeah, we see it. And do you guys notice a whole lot of people not knowing how to shoot their release properly? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Punching the trigger. <laughs> you get that a lot. And when, it's a it's an easy thing to do. I think the thing that like helped me out the most was last year I learned to shoot a back tension release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Which you, we talked about the Carter a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I actually shot the, uh, what did I shoot? Fulcrum. The Fulcrum. And uh, 
when I shot that, you really learn how to shoot where you don't punch the trigger. Mm-hmm. You're, so you're a lot more focused. I you think. are. You are. And it surprises you. You, you actually know? have to think about it. So I went back to a wrist release, and now I'm shooting a, a Carter Two Simple this right. year. That thing is that thing's nice. Yeah, it is, and I'm going to stick with it all summer, maybe even into hunting season. But I've got a True Ball Abyss, too, and then I've got the True Ball Fang for the wrist release. But, yeah, just learning how to shoot your release, not punching it. I mean, a lot of the stuff in archery, it's all mental. You know, it's, yeah, it is. if your bow's set up and everything's good and you're shooting fine and then all of a sudden you just you start shooting bad, it's all it, it truly is. It's mental. That's where you just got to go take a break and then you come do back and to walk it. away. Yeah. Yep. And then you can pick up a bad habit like so fast. Oh, and yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. To but you don't notice those. it. It's no, you don't. It's easier to no. pick up bad habits than it is. to get away from them. Yeah. And then and try to break somebody of that. Oh, you know? yeah. And we see a lot of target panic, too, where, you know, people are having problems. Gripping their bows the wrong way. Describe target panic a little bit well, for people who aren't necessarily they'll, familiar. Like they'll, you know, they'll, they'll hold on the target. And then, like, before they shoot their pin will, like, It'll either go high or it'll go low, go mm-hmm. left or go right. And T-Bone's the one that when we were talking with him, he kind of told us how that works. And we've done it with, with customers in the past. We just had a, a young man come in that was having the same problem where mm-hmm. we took a sight off the bow. And just while he's at home was watching TV or whatever, you can hold the sight up. And he would literally just hold the pin on something on TV, mm-hmm. do something like that. T-Bone's got a video, on, I think it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I, he's I know got a video. lot of videos. Are really he, cool. he does. T-Bone is very, 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 very knowledgeable mm-hmm. in what he does. My favorite video of him, and he did, it, uh, he did a DVD about it, uh, yeah. Knock and Load. Yeah, knocked and loaded. Yeah, yeah, I have that DVD. Yeah, you can yeah. set it up as the the child or the adult and mm-hmm. go through it and, and he goes he through everything. Through so. it yeah, yeah, I have. I, I think I bought that off uh, realtree.com yep. or whatever, yep. and it was a uh, ten bucks or something like that. So yeah, it, it's a really good one. Uh, he's taught us a lot of stuff too. Oh yeah, we were just talking the other day, and it's like at the shop, like every day we learn something new. We learn how to do something different. We learn how to do something better. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys know, are always trying to, like, come up with new, like, ideas to fletch arrows. I remember you were doing that, and yeah, that, uh, it was an interesting situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. like Tim said on the previous podcast, we this is a time where we get to, I call it play, but it's mainly experience other stuff, new stuff that comes out in different uh, veins, different arrows. It's just mm-hmm. making you a better bow tech. Yeah, because you got to – Exactly. And, and that's, like, one of the things I, was, I wanted to ask you guys, you know, with – the way that bow technology is is starting to evolve, you know, you, you got to be like a mechanic. Now all of a sudden, there's all these new parts and pieces. Oh, yeah. You know, now you're starting to get into like you know rests uh, that are limb driven. It's hard so, to pick up all that stuff. Yeah, so now you have to, you know, do that. And there's no mm-hmm. like continuing CE classes for that. You know, mm-hmm. you just it's kind of it's one of the things you just got to get the products in your hands and be able to you know work them out and just. You do mess with it, oh yeah. And with everything, everybody's got something coming out now. You know, it's gotta, it's gotta keep you guys kind of busy. It does. In your guys' opinion, this is a big issue, um, especially for the bow hunters. Um, broadhead tuning. Guys will put like a certain broadhead on and not shoot and practice with it, and just assume it flies like their field tip, and that's not always the case because it's almost sometimes it's like another set of fletchings on the front of your arrow with those blades. It is. It oh, is. Yeah. And we talked about that before in the last podcast is we shoot a lot of different broadheads. Yeah. 
uh, your expandables, for the most part, they're going to fly pretty true to what your field point does. Mm -hmm. It's the fixed blades, you know, but you still need to shoot your expandables just to make sure everything's hitting. Everything's kosher. Like it should, yeah. Um, And like you said, Kurt, you need to um, (coughs) shoot your equipment, know what you're shooting. Um, Like we said, let the ball talk to you, let the arrows talk to you, what they're doing at at, at, the full flight. Mm -hmm. That's stuff you need to work on. Yeah, very important. You, you cannot just pick up your bow and assume, like you said, yeah. that it's going to work. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what um, our buddy Mark Reif, he uh, had, he thought he had, one of his arrows was flying a little funky, and he said he went to you guys, and you're like, oh, check this out, and something to do with the, you turned his knock a little bit or yeah. something like that, and then that fixed what it was. It's just... We call it uh, arrow tuning. Yeah, knock tune. So, like, knock if tune. you're shooting a group of arrows and... You know, you got six arrows you're shooting, and five of them are hitting right where you want them to. But you got one arrow that's that's consistently off, off constantly, off. and it just makes you so mad. You're like, something's wrong with the arrow. Mm-hmm. So you just we rotate the knock, and then start shooting it, and you just know, keep a lot of, rotating yeah, it more just, and more and more. Yeah, like one fletching, and just kind of moving around to find it, and then you'll eventually get to it. Now mm-hmm. there could be you know a bad arrow, obviously there's that happens. But, but you need to do this. Once you 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 know your bow is dialed, tuned. yeah, you got to be ready. Yeah. Right. So yeah. what what changes that? Is it like the weak spot and the arrows coming it's off the bow differently? Spot. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, the stiff or the weak spot. Well, or yep. carbon yep. wraps around and it meets on the arrow. Oh, okay, yep. yeah, yep. That, and people don't know. A lot of people don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of people wouldn't even think about something like yeah. that. You no, know, you did. People, I just throw it away and go buy a new one. We people tried, come to the yeah. Shop there you go, Eric. Everybody's got that kind of money. People sh- just come to the shop and and they want their bow tuned. Okay, I can do that. But now I'm gonna tune that bow to just one arrow mm-hmm. and not to the rest of the eleven arrows that you have. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's when they get uh, like we shoot all of our arrows through paper. Oh yeah. Like every one of them. Every single one. Yep. Really. It Is might it take us a long time. Four hours. It might take us twenty minutes. Depends on how smooth everything goes. So, do you guys number every one of your arrows so you keep track of it? Or I try to. I don't. Mm. I take a uh, like if it's a a black arrow, I just take a silver marker, Mm -hmm. and once I get it where I want it, I just put a line on the arrow so I know where it needs to be. His veins messed up or something. You need to reflect some. You'll know. So that line will always be up or something. Yep. 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 So then when you, you know, these are obviously your hunting setups. So when you get that that arrow tuned in, I mean, do you guys tune your bows initially to field points, or do you tune them like you know? It's say in the in the summer you'll get all the field points, and then you'll go back and retune the whole bow plus the arrows for the uh, broadheads. Do you guys spend that much time, or it depends what broadhead it is. Um, like I I shot the Havocs from G five and the T threes. And those are just like a field point, but you still want to you still want to go practice with them. So oh yeah, definitely. Like right now, we'll start with our setup now until probably like right around first part of September, and then we'll yeah. switch everything. We quit, we quit going to shoot the three Ds. We quit everything, <clears throat> so that way we're ready for October first. So we switch those broadheads, put them on. We shoot them, see which ones shoot the best. I always pick my six best arrows. Mm-hmm. And that's what I hunt with. Like, when those go in the quiver, I don't shoot those again. Like, once they're shot, they're ready, they're tuned, they're good to go. They go in my quiver, they stay in my quiver till I get out hunting. Right. I don't even go back to the field points. I just no, shoot I, my, uh, yeah. I'll get a 
Because I mean, you're there to kill broadhead target and shoot my broadheads. But what some bow hunters do too that they make a mistake with, and this is just my opinion, is when deer season comes, that's when they shoot the least amount of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they're focused on hunting, they're going to do that. Well, it doesn't take you but 10, 15, 20 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty of it. Go out and throw some arrows. Like, mm-hmm. I got a, I got a target in my yard right yeah, out I my door. I saw that. Right when you got your new hoy, that's all that. 24 yards. I mean, that's it. It's 24 that's yards. All, and that's all you need. Just to go oh, out. Go out, shoot five arrows, done. Make sure everything's good to yeah. go. Because mm-hmm. we get a lot of customers that will come in. They go hunting. They haven't even shot their bow, and it's, like, October 30th. And then they got a problem. They come in. They're like, oh, man, I shot. And. You know this happened. Well, you gotta. You lost your muscle memory. You lost yeah. your. Yeah, you gotta keep up, or something's wrong with the bow. Or mm-hmm. one of our biggest pet peeves are when people put their arrows in their bow case with their broadheads. You know how oh, they attach yeah. in there. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. By and the they're string. driving down the road, and then the arrow flops out, and it cuts the string. That's oh. that's happened. Oh yeah, um, probably yeah. a lot, right? We, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not one or two times a year. I mean, does that screw up the bow? Then just all that under pressure and just. Going it depends can. what it, bow it is. Yeah, it can. <laughs> it can. He's being sarcastic. I know he is. Oh, what, no. uh, Good old poppy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys see like a lot of um, like do you guys? Is there just always something new once a year? Like somebody did something their bow, and you just are like, how did this happen? Like there was that one we came in there, and that <coughs> the limb on that bow was totally the opposite direction. You guys oh, came uh, in when he was there. He was. He, he brought it in. So he was he climbing. Was a very up. lucky man. Yeah, yeah, he was very lucky. He was climbing up his sticks mm-hmm. to get into his hang on. For some reason, he didn't have a pull rope, and he was carrying his bow oh. in his hand while he was climbing the sticks. What? So he gets like halfway up the tree, and a raccoon comes out of the tree. There's oh, a hole. In the tree. Yeah, it comes out of the tree at him. He obviously let's, let's go, go. Yeah. and he fell on his bow, oh. and it. Messed it up bad. Thank God that was he okay? Yeah, he was okay. Yeah. He was sore because the like the cable was still intact or something. Wasn't yeah, the it? cables were there. The string, the string was gone. left. Uh, the cable was there. The string was gone. Top the, limb was backwards. The, yeah, the top limb was completely backwards. Oh, it was it was, it was a, insane. It was that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was he, worse than Mark's bow getting ran over. He was very lucky. Oh yeah, yeah I'd say up. so. But you know, a pull ropes five bucks. Get, know, it's a good go buy a bunch of paracord and cut it at twenty feet. Yeah, and then. Like, a hunter safety system makes the lifelines, mm-hmm. and oh, people yeah. look at him like, oh, man, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I want to spend that 30 bucks or whatever. Poppy did that to <coughs> me, and I was looking at him. He's like, it's worth your life, though, exactly. isn't it? Yep. Not exactly. Mine. It is. A hunter safety system is, I mean, it's the only way to get out there make sure you're safe. So. Yeah, and if you guys uh, don't believe us, go look up the bone shed on YouTube, and there's a uh, video of hunter safety system by, done by the one and only. Yeah. Jordan and I actually, Jordan did the the... He did the one at the shop, and then I was you, Yeah, you were outside. I tried getting him to jump out of the tree with the hunter safety system on so people could see what it – he wouldn't do it. I would have done it. <laughs> did you really try and do I, – I, I did. I'm, I was like, why don't you do that? It's a good idea. I'd do it. Here, use mine. Here's mine. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, Steve, awesome. let's get you – oh, man, the incomplete deer hunter. They got T-Bone with, with Jeff Foxworthy. Hey, go ahead and step off the end there. You know what I'm talking about? T-Bone steps off the end with his harness on that pulls the whole tree down. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen We need to do, do that it? with you, Steve. You guys want to do that? Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd like to it. watch you jump out of a tree stand with the All harness right. on. Oh, yeah. Look at a little parachute, too, just in case I need to throw that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how good your reaction time is, but. Dude, I'm, I'm like a cat. I will land on my feet, I promise. If we put you in a stand and then took the sticks down and then you were stuck in the hang on and then we got, like, you know, like a Casey's Hot and Ready Pizza or what is that, Little Caesars, you'd jump for sure. Oh, dude, I would, like. 
Taco pizza. It, dude, I would have an Olympic gold medal style leap down to that Casey's pizza. <laughs> like a high dive? And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I will take that uh, buy 10, get the 11th free tag too. Yeah, you like, got to keep those. You do have to. You got to keep them. Anytime anybody throws ca- – I remember you you had a couple cases. I think you had like family over, and you had like four Casey's pizza boxes out in the uh, out in the fire pit. And the first thing I did was walked over to see if he pulled those things off. Did he pull them? Oh, he sure did. Good. <laughs> Any little small town knows Casey's pizza is oh, the business. Yeah. If you guys don't have Casey's where you're at, I'm sorry. Oh, dude, for I am me. sorry. All our new – we got a we got a bunch of new likes on Facebook. I Unfortunately, I don't think a lot of them know about Casey's pizza, but – <laughs> um, I, I want I want Casey's Pizza worldwide. Yeah, we did. Um, well, let's talk about what we're doing at the after the podcast because we did mention that on part one, didn't we? What we're doing the White yeah, Tails Unlimited Banquet. Yeah. yeah, we got a White Tails Banquet pumped. tonight. What town? Is, it's not Geneseo. It's, uh, it's, it's Kelowna. It's Kelowna, but it's like it's technically Cool Valley. Genes- I don't know. It's weird. If you take that Route Six and you go all the way up, you will get right into Ottawa. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. road yeah. will take you because that's the way when I came up uh, a couple weeks ago and saw you guys. That's the way I took. Yeah, you guys came in a snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> That wasn't that was that a one. bad your day. Birthday? I told you. Yeah, it was my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bad day. I don't the care. bone sheds is an experience, man. That's the thing about it. You want to go there no matter how bad the weather is. Like if is. you guys were like oh shit, probably 40 minutes closer, I'd be there every day. It's a good thing you guys aren't any closer because I would just probably spend all my money there. Yeah, I'd have to move back in with my parents probably. It's still well, uh, I think of all the cool stuff you'd have. Oh, yeah, I'd, that's have true. I'd have a lot of cool that stuff. That is very true. Yeah. Do finance. We fight it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey, we do. That's true. But I told They're my dad real. when he comes up to buy his bow, I'm like, you know, shoot all the Hoyts, shoot all the elites. Those guys will take care of you. Because he's, he's like, I've been out of the game for so long because I haven't been bow shopping. Yeah, so. remember when I bought mine? Maybe we should do some. How much hell that rose? Oh, his, oh, da- yeah. his dad. Wait till you meet Kurt's dad. That dude's a trip. Yeah, we, uh, we've almost gotten into what? some. Maybe we could do some videos of you guys setting up as like how do you guys go about like setting up a new bow for someone or something like that. Go. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. We could We actually talk about that doing about doing that for the for the bone shed, you know. Yeah. Like YouTube videos. Little and little like tech that. tips. Yeah. We used to do some and then yeah. we've kind of got out of them. We got busy and stuff. We need to get back doing them. Yeah. Like I Maybe said, we should hire someone to do that. That and more. Oh, and Eric points to himself. <laughs> 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 that and more podcasts. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll do more. Yeah, like you know, we we keep talking about him. We we brought these guys here. He just when you go in there, the critters that are up there are just super cool. And there's a giant, giant, ooh, excuse me, bear that's just hanging out right by the t-shirts. And that's you just want to tickle him, didn't you? Yeah, I tickled his belly. Yeah, <laughs> tickled his belly. Have you, ever put, have you ever put a t-shirt on the bear? We don't but, have one that'll fit. No. Oh, hey, dang. you had that Target in the back that had a oh, t-shirt that, on it though. Oh Steve? yeah, we did. We got Steve, I think. Yeah, didn't he got you the bear I, with the yeah. Bone I thought that shirt? I, I didn't. Yeah, I, we, we walked by and there was that bone collector hat. I want one of he those had hats. The, he, he had gotta, the cowboy hat on and a t shirt. Bone collector cowboy hat. I, I cannot find that. I looked you guys have today. a you guys have a three D target with a t shirt on. We did. We yeah. did for the open yeah. last open house. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm excited to do some podcasts there again. That was a good time. Yeah, come on oh, up. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Um, I just drew a blank. We're going to the White Tails Unlimited banquet yeah, after this. We're thinking about our um, two meet dinner. We're gonna you, if you guys aren't members of uh, White Tails Unlimited, you know, check out a banquet, get get it. a ticket. It's always a good time. They have lots of good raffles, and they're probably I'm, gonna. I'm raffle gonna. Off I'm a bunch gonna of eat and win a lot of stuff. <coughs> I hope you do. I, <laughs> She's like, I, I will. I will do go. that. I'm gonna do it. How crappy my day went. Well, 
we we should wrap this up and get moving to the yeah, bank. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get going. We guys. got we got bone collector people to hang out with. Yeah, T Bone will be there. He's there actually. He yeah. texts me. Is that right? T Bone Turner. I mean, before we cut it out, uh, I just want to. You got you guys got to realize that behind the bone shed, there's more people that back us up. It's not just Tim and I. If, if you go, if you guys go to those back offices, there's. Awesome people. The warehouse. Oh, I mean, yeah. Michelle. Exactly. We didn't even know that was there oh, until yeah. uh, we did the podcast. There's right. Holy crap, this building's bigger than you think. There's mm-hmm. a whole team that makes everything go on there. I mean, yeah. uh, Brian Hines, he's our CFO. Of course, uh, Jim. Yeah, Jim, Liz, and Dan, uh, Steve, Brian, Cahill, Taylor, Blake, Blake oh, yeah. everybody. Sounds so, like yeah. one podcast episode per person, so there we might as well go. just yeah. go down the yeah. list yeah. and knock it all out. It's a week. <laughs> Oh, Once yeah. a week, we do those, that. those those people are great people to work with. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And if you, if you guys are up there too, um, you know, bring your uh, bring your Chevrolet and uh, go get some tough rigs stuff. Oh I yeah, seen, yeah, like, that's those, awesome. As yeah. soon as we pulled up there the first time, it was all jacked up Chevys, uh, bone collector, this that. Oh yeah. And I think it was Jim's truck. You're like, you're like, dude, you're gonna like this truck. You're like, take a look in there. And he's like, got what? bone collector the head. Yeah, you were like, oh, you're yeah. like, open that up. I was like, no. That's actually an option through at, GM, ain't it? Uh, I think so, but it's through Tough Rigs. Is Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, they'll get that done. I mean, they do lifts, tires, rims. I mean, they do everything. Dude, are you are you going to get your new uh, new little vehicle lifted? No. Come on, you should. What is that? It's a Traverse, right? Yes. That yeah. is like why do you look at Poppy is that the like daddy that? wagon? It's a long story. It's no, he, he go like it is. Poppy's like no so, comments. Yeah. So we had uh, our uh, second child in June. Congratulations! Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. He's doing good. He's, he's the cutest little kid. He's hefty. He's hefty, and he's a hothead too. He's just like his mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got Anna and Logan, and uh, we needed something bigger. And my wife extremely likes. She's got a GMC terrain, and she would not get rid of it. So. I got rid of my. By the way, I got rid of my truck and got a Traverse, and they all make fun of me about it. I don't. Don't look at me. That's a fantastic vehicle. I like that. I I do. I truly enjoy it. Of course you would. I don't. (laughs) I don't miss my truck, but uh, yeah. So well, I drive a Subaru. If that makes you feel any better, it doesn't matter to me. I as long as it gets you from point A to point B. It does exactly. And we like my my wife's family's all from Wisconsin, Minnesota, so we're on the road quite a bit. So. Mm It's yeah. a daddy wagon. A lot it better is. gas Constant than that It does. It does. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for I have to have the daddy wagon and dad tinnies. Yeah. You know, you got to wait for you just buy yourself You're a good pair. You're just going to go to a Subaru wagon. Yeah. As long could. as it's WRX or STI, and I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah. It just means it's quicker. Oh, yeah, I got, a, I got a family vehicle. Is that thing turbo? Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> you can make sure. fun of my hatchback, but... I'll be I'll be Zippy. stuffing kids in the four four two. It'll be all right. The old G-body. Oh, yeah. Our love has... Uh, what you got? Oh Does yeah, Brian. Yeah, I don't know what one he's got though. Oh really? He loves, he yeah, loves he those loves things. I love my, this I is love the my second my... one since I've known him. I love my Subaru. That yeah. thing is. I had lifted Jeeps before I bought this vehicle, and it is better than both the Jeeps I had in the snow. I literally was just looking at Jeeps. I'm like, man, I used to have one. And... Which what would you have? I had a Rubicon. Oh, you did. I had oh, cha- yeah. I had like, Cherokees. 2001 when it first came out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I will say it's. I hope Jeep doesn't get mad, but it's not the toughest 4x4 ever no. built. So. No. I had a 2000 like Cherokee. They said that in Motor Trend, and they lied. They did. I had a 2000 Cherokee and a no one Cherokee, and uh, yeah, they're all right. Yeah. They ride like a log wagon. 
I will I, say I, that. If but. I got one, I'd want to get a Wrangler again. Dude, I love yeah. Wranglers. Yeah, and I'd like it taking everything off of it and cruising around. So. You know what? The vehicle that I think for me would be the ultimate hunting vehicle, especially if you're hunting by yourself, is the Subaru Baja. It's like a, the wagon outback, yeah. but it has a little bed on it. And this is why I wanted to find one that had was turbo five speed and all, that's all, like, all the goods. That's like the El Camino. Yeah, oh, but, it's, but cool. It's the Subi El Camino. Because yeah. <laughs> listen, though, it's a perfect if you hunt by yourself and don't have like a buddy to help lift a deer into the back of a, a big lifted truck. You got this thing that's medium ride height. It's all wheel drive. It's good on gas. Um, it's reliable, and you, it's perfect for you can just put a deer in the back and your hunting gear, and yep. you're ready to go. Put a roof rack and some maybe like a light bar, rally it up a bit. You're ready to go. <laughs> I think we need to rig up a light bar on Poppy. You yeah, you do. you do. LEDs. Yeah. LEDs. On what? On you. For you. For when you're, you're hunting. For when you're hunting. Yeah. Oh, oh. We get you like a 42-inch light bar on top hey, of your head. Hey, Bushnell <laughs> uh, flashlight, that's, that's been helpful. He hasn't lost that yet. He hasn't no. lost his own. He just <laughs> lost <laughs> yours. Yeah. And Jordan's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, should we wrap it up and get yeah, to the banquet sounds here? Sounds good. Let's wrap it up. Yep. Let's go get some food and meet, uh, meet old T-Bone. Yeah. All right. Yeah, thanks, guys, for listening. Episode thank 60. You. We want to thank the guys from the we Bone Shed. Thank, uh, say we got to thank these guys for coming Glad out. Glad to be here, guys. This uh, was uh, extremely easy to come sit here and talk with you guys. It's fun, isn't it? way it overdue. We've been talking to you guys about it for like three years yeah, now. I know. Yeah, how... Uh, come on. It's been August. All right. So for those of us who maybe didn't catch the last episode where is the bone shed located and how can they get a hold of you 4200 mbl drive ottawa illinois a15 extension 118 as for poppy as Habla for poppy espanol yeah, and then we've got our, yeah. uh <laughs> multicultural we've actually got a, there's another thing february 25th for all the illinois people we've got a sportsman's forum being yes correct. yes I, I forgot to bring that up you tagged yeah, me on uh, that State Representative Andy Skoog, uh, the Illinois Rifle Association, and the Conservation Police DNR, are yep. going to be at the shop February 25th, 5 o'clock. So if you have any questions or anything like that, you can come, ask them whatever you want, Correct. and they'll be there to answer your questions. Uh, this is awesome. who we get in someone's ear about letting us be able to have 10-inch barrels, and this is a perfect This is it. Yeah. Come talk to them. And then we have our end-of-season closeout um on all of our winter stuff um some waterfowl things stuff like that uh march 3rd 4th and 5th so. hardcore yep cool Phone collector. Cool, cool. well thanks guys Check it means a lot We're yeah, thanks for fun. having us poppy tim's neighbor tim's <laughs> neighbor he's still <laughs> that guy. name unknown he's still here yeah. we'll never see all right guys well, we're not never saying never but people are looking for you is what i understand yeah. right? you're kind of a big yeah. deal now a little bit, a little bit. Or he's looking for people. Everyone's going to walk in the bone shed and be like, hey, where's that neighbor where's guy Where's the at? neighbor at? <laughs> where's he he's at? looking up, I don't know who you're talking about. Man. He's you're crazy, you. and I'd like you to leave. No. <laughs> uh, they, they know the neighbor guy. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 60. Let's go quick. It's in um, the books. Wait. It's in the books. Don't go shoot your bow. Go shop at the bone shed. Boom. <laughs> Later. <laughs> All right. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment.